Hello and welcome to Let's Talk Diz, a show that gives you everything you need to know to help make your Disney vacation as magical as can be in just about 20 minutes. I'm your host, Jeff Coviello. With me each week is Disney Master Sandy from Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services. Sandy, how you doing tonight? I am so excited to tell everybody what's going on tonight. Well, you are fresh off the plane as we were chatting before we started recording tonight. Legitimately fresh off the plane. You've just returned from property. There was a reason you went there. So hit us with it. I got word this weekend that Celebration of Festival of the Lion King would be opening on Saturday, May the 15th, but that there were soft openings going on. So literally Saturday night, I booked a plane ticket for Sunday night. I did Mother's Day with my family, headed to the airport and made it to three showings of the new show on Monday and back home today. And it is my favorite show. It was almost as good as the park reopening for me to be back there and see live entertainment like that again. So uh, this show will will drop on a Wednesday. So we are recording it the day before for those of you that are listening in the week that it's happening. Again, like we said last week, we're not in the business of breaking news, but this is your lifeline. So we're so fortunate to have you on to be able to tell us what's going on. From my knowledge, and correct me if I'm wrong, this is one of, if not the first equity acting groups to return to property and and begin to perform. Is that true? It's not the first. The Dapper Dance came back into Magic Kingdom. Okay. But this is really the first live stage show. And this show has always been a real connector for my family and I. We love the show. For those of you who've been around for years, you may remember that the theater in the wild where this show was, Mm -hmm. was actually an outdoor theater and they closed it many years ago to move them to their new location, that nice air conditioned indoor theater. And again, Disney forgot to consult me. I don't know why they didn't build the new theater before they closed the old theater, but there were several months where there was no Festival of the Lion King. So my daughter and I flew down to see the final shows we saw, I believe it was four shows the very last day that it was in its old theater. And we actually went with little Ziploc bags with Hershey's hugs and kisses. And we put notes in it to the performers, hugs and kisses till we meet again. And then we flew down and we were there to open that new theater because I I would tell you that I've been sitting in a Broadway theater for an hour and a half, even though I'm only in there for about 20 minutes. Yeah, it's a tremendous show. And it's the type of thing that when we go as a family, it's a, it's one of the must-dos every time. But let's break it down a little bit for folks because, you know, we've done some shows that talk about the way things have changed coming out of the pandemic or in the pandemic. We've had the taste of festivals that have gone on. This, as you mentioned, is is the name has changed. Now the celebration of. So talk to us a little bit about the things that you saw that were different that will make the show unique. Um, or something that maybe somebody looks for that won't be there this time? So probably 80% of what you know and love is going to be there. But I will start and say, I can't wait for them to bring back the Tumble Monkeys. That's a highlight of the show for us. And because if you've seen the show, you know they don't just tumble, but they do that trapeze act where they 
are swinging from one person to another. And because of COVID, they can't touch each other. So this is definitely an interim way to give us back this live performance until we can get totally past the pandemic. We'll see the original show return, but for now, it's the taste of because it is so close. You mentioned it first, so I'm gonna ask you right off the bat, the, the Tumble Monkeys themselves, is that entire section of the show been rewritten or is it does it just skip if you haven't seen it before would you even notice a change i guess is the question from a performance standpoint i don't think you would notice it if you haven't seen it they did a really good job kind of cutting it out and doing that segue and if you want a sneak peek we're gonna have the show up on our youtube channel i'll put that link in the show notes so you can check it out whether you haven't seen it before or if you're just missing it because it's a favorite like ours you know where they're supposed to go if you've seen it many many times and so you're looking for them and you're waiting for them but if you've never seen it you won't miss them or i should say you won't know what you've missed right and then when it comes back you'll be like oh my gosh this is incredible let's talk about the the experience as you you enter the theater for folks that have been there this will make sense to them they can picture the theater for the folks that haven't you're gonna have to do a little bit of theater of the mind for them but talk to us about you know waiting to get in once you get in those types of things because it is an indoor experience you bet. And so it is a wait. It can be a long wait, depending how you time it or don't time it. I will say that similar to some other things we've seen on property, my guess is if you're visiting in June, my guess is they're going to have umbrellas up on the wait line. Right, right now, probably 70% of the line queue is out in the sun and it is hot. Mm-hmm. There's shade right across from the line. Plenty of people left one family member online and they kind of kept taking turns in the shade because it is warm. And I think you don't notice the heat while you're waiting for other attractions because they're loading every couple of minutes, every 30 seconds, and the line is moving. We're here, once the theater fills, the line doesn't move for the next 45 to 55 minutes. So if you're in the sunny spot, you're in it for 45 minutes. And why is the line long? A, because the show is amazing and worth it. But B, because like everything else in the midst of COVID, they have extremely reduced capacities. So you've heard in some of the previous shows, I talked about how they only seat every other row within the theater. So we know right off the bat, that took them down to 50%. Right. And then they only seat every six feet. So... It takes them down to about 25 or 30% capacity. And if you've ever been in a Disney theater, you know that you've kind of settled in, you've got your spot, you think you're good for the show. And then one of those cast members comes to the front of your section and they give a little shout out. Hey, how's everybody doing? And everybody kind of, we're good. And then the, okay, everybody. I want everybody to move to their right. (laughs) And they magically make room for about six more people on every bench. Right. That's not happening. Okay. And the reason I say that we don't know what the capacity is, is because it's not a person head count. It's a section head count. And the seating sections are for four. So if you're one person, you take a whole section. If you're two people, you take a whole section. If you're a family of five, you take two sections. So there is no squeezing one more in. Interesting. Also, because they want to make sure everybody's seated appropriately and they're filling the sections and people aren't 
getting too close to each other. If you've been to the shows before, normally they open the doors and in goes everybody. Now they open the door and there's a cast member standing at the door and you're handed off one family at a time to be seated. So the seating process can take a while. Likewise, at the end, they also dismiss small sections at a time. So very well done, but allow more time than you used to. I will say for those of you that have the DAS pass, you can sign up at the podium for your return time for the accommodation seating. So patience, you're preaching patience here, right? I, I am I, preaching patience, but I will also tell you it is worth every bit of patience. I want to go back to the thing you said initially before we move on to the next things that we want to speak about. And that's that the line exists the way that you described it because it's not specific to one showtime, right? So if, so if I'm waiting on the line that you're waiting on, but you're closer, closer to the door, you may get in for that show, but I'm still on the line for now. What is the next showtime? That is correct. And I have to say kudos to the cast. They did an awesome job of it. I don't know if I should fess up that I went in three times yesterday. <laughs> that sounds about, um, sounds about right. <laughs> and uh, I was outside for almost four and a half hours. Okay. And as you approach the theater, um, the line goes kind of from the theater back towards Pandora. And they'll say as you're walking past the cast, this line is for the 130 show and they've got somebody at the end of the line and they'll say, you look good for the 130 show. You're kind of on the border if you're gonna be 130 or 230. And again, it's just luck of the draw. I will say, I definitely saw a number of families decide they just didn't wanna wait. And sure. so it kind of cleaned up some space in the line. But yes, you could, and it happened to me twice, just miss being seated. Right. And so check the times guide. Um, they know how popular this show is. I was a little disappointed that there were going to be only three shows on Monday. Again, we're still in previews this week. Um, and by the time I was online for the first show, they added three more for the day. So keep checking your My Disney Experience app for show times. If it's a must do for you, I would definitely say to get to the theater about an hour prior to showtime, keeping in mind, they're gonna open the doors to the theater about 30 minutes before. So you're not gonna be outside for that whole time. But if you cut it too close, you're gonna end up standing much longer waiting for the second show. Okay, great. All right, walk us through the things that are that are different, things that are things that we maybe have not seen in the past that are unique to the relaunching, the reimagining, so to speak, of this particular yeah. show. And again, if you've gone before, you've, you're gonna notice the change right away. There are four sections to the theater. Each section has an animal to it. Right. They work with you on what your animal noise is and look it up now, everybody. You won't do it this time, but next time be prepared to bleat and know that it sounds like a sheep. <laughs> there are no animal sounds. Again, during COVID, we don't want that screaming and large projection. So that gets eliminated. Okay. But I have to say, once the music starts and those curtains open and the floats come out and the music is going and the performers are running, the energy, even with a quarter of the crowd, was like a packed Yankee Stadium with a tie run being hit in. <laughs> it was over the top. There was people standing ovation just for them coming out. The energy in the show and the excitement of the performers is amazing. 
And that's got to carry the performers. So let, let's talk about the performers, right? What was different about the performers? You know, you've seen a bunch of different things in, in live settings where they're wearing face masks, where they're, they're wearing different coverings. Have we seen any of that? Any of the actual performers did not have a face mask. They were distance. Everybody seating you will have a face mask, but you're never going to get near the performers and they keep them distance. So again, the show looks like the show. You're not seeing that COVID version. Again, you'll, if you've been before, you'll notice the tumble monkeys are gone. You'll notice that they expanded the fire twirling and throwing section. Um, lots of fire. Check it out on the video. For me, um, and my daughter told me I should stop telling stories about her on the show, but clearly I don't listen. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen, Annie. <laughs> um, Annie, from a very young age, wanted to be a performer in life. And she decided that she wanted to be the Bluebird and Festival of the Lion King. Hence, I think, our attachment to that show. And I, I won't give up how old you are, Annie. But I very well remember the morning that Annie came into my room and she was just bawling and she says to me, I'm too tall. <laughs> and this was like a Saturday morning out of the blue. And I said, what, Annie? And she, I'm too tall. She had gone on the Disney Performing Arts page and seen that there was an audition for the Bluebird. And even though she wasn't old enough yet, it had the height requirement and she was too tall. And that was just devastating. But we always pay attention to those birds that dance. Yeah. And their dance is so beautiful. And for me, when I hear that music, can you feel the love tonight? Spoiler alert. In my head, I know right in the music, as I'm humming along, I say lift because that's normally when the birds rise and do the aerial spot and there is no lift again because that involves the birds touching each other but both the bluebird and the red bird are there dancing and you get that great part of it but no then, no aerial version of it is what you're saying no aerial version okay. of it and then the last change they really upped the finale it is a much longer finale and again you really just feel that energy what you do miss if you've seen it before you know that they normally come to each section and pick a couple of young children from the front couple of rows and give them musical instruments and let them dance with the performers. And again, they're not bringing children. They're not sharing musical instruments. So that part of the finale is missing. But if you've never seen it, the finale is jaw dropping. You're going to love it. So I, I think the best way to sum up what you're saying, and you correct me if, if I'm speaking out of school here, as we're returning to the parks with these, especially indoor performances, it sounds like the little pieces that were very audience interactive, the things that we were asking the audience members to do, making the, the animal noises doing the dances with the different characters. Those things are taking a backseat and being removed from the show, obviously for safety reasons, as the show begins to transition back to hopefully what we've known. Is that is that a fair statement? That is true, but they really, they kept the audience clapping and moving, and I'll apologize if you hit the YouTube channel. You'll see there's a part of the show where I'm not fully focused on the show because <laughs> there was a woman sitting in a scooter to my right, dancing and waving her arms 
like she was at a six-year-old's birthday party having the absolute time of her life. <laughs> and I just couldn't help but capture a little bit of that. And I think what it shows you is the enthusiasm is there. The show is amazing. If you've seen it once or twice, go back. Again, you probably won't miss it and you will love it. It is a Broadway caliber show and they entirely hit the mark. I can't wait to get back next month and see it. And I'm hoping that this is the sign of more shows to return. We miss a lot of our performing friends. I'm hoping we see Finding Nemo the musical soon, Beauty and the Beast live on stage. It's time to bring all those equity guys back. We need them just like Broadway is getting ready to reopen. We're ready for them now. I, I couldn't agree more. Remember you said, and for those listening, you said that while you were there, additional shows were added. So keep checking the times. Be glued to your My Disney Experience app to see if things are being updated in real time to see if we're adding performances because it is such a popular show. My perspective, honestly, having not been there yet, to me, this would be even more of a must-see because it's different from what I've seen. So the, the little tweaks are things that I think I would enjoy looking at from a performance standpoint and see how they did it. So, all right, let's let's wrap it up. Anything that we need to know um, that you haven't discussed so far as we talk about the reimagining and relaunching of this show. Don't miss it. That's all I'm going to say. Get there. Love the show. Show some love for our performers. And have a wild week. Sandy, thanks for taking the time. And thanks for taking the trip for us. We appreciate it. That's a wrap this week on Let's Talk Diz. If anyone you know could benefit from this or any show, please share, have them like, and subscribe. And don't forget to reach out to the folks at Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services for any Disney destination planning. Make it a great week, and as always, keep making memories.